You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Talk Recorded live. God be the glory, to God be the glory. We welcome everyone to Young Men and Women in God's Worldwide Ministry Bible Study. As tonight we be studying in the book of Revelation, chapter 18. We thank everyone that's coming and all those that are here with us at this particular time. As we usually do, we're going to open up with prayer. Father God, we thank you once again for letting us be able to sit in your word. Thank you this waking us up this morning on due time, touching us with the thing of love to go on in the name of Jesus one more day. And Father God, we just ask that you open up our mind, body, souls, and our spirits to receive your word in a mighty and powerful way this, this, this evening. Father God, we ask that you touch your man of God tonight in a mighty and powerful way, Father God, that you speak to him. Let him sit down and let you stand up. Let it be more of you. It is a him as we walk through your word this evening. And Father God, we just ask you to bind the spirits and may come on this line to try to hinder your word in any form, fashion, or way. And we rebuke them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We cancel the assignment that the adversary may have brought against this line in any form, fashion, or way. And Father God, we thank you just for being God all by yourself. And we thank you for all you have done, all you shall do in your world, and you will do. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Whew. Again, we thank everyone for joining us tonight on Young Men, Women, and God's Worldwide Ministry Bible Study. And we'll go on with our announcements. Every Monday night, we are here sharing in the book of Revelation. Please bring a friend or someone and join us as we do record these teachings. So if you miss it, you can always pull it up on Facebook and listen. On Wednesday night, we will be closing out our revival called The Birth of Christ. And we'll be blessed to have Minister Prayer Girl, Vicki Prayer Girl, from out of Arkansas. So we ask you to come join us at 7 o'clock on Wednesday night. And we just look forward to y'all being with us. We'll be starting some new things when the new year comes in, so please take heed and be listening that you may be able to join us during the break in the beginning of the new year. All right. Tonight we're going to be studying where John is moving into seeing the fall of the holy city. I mean, holy. John is moving to see the city of Babylon fall. And um, we want to take heed to what the word of God is saying tonight. So um, if you would, please turn 
your Bibles over to Revelation, the 18th chapter. In in Revelations chapter 18, the fall of Babylon the Great. In the Bible reads, After these things I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was illuminated with his glory. And he cried mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon the great is falling, is falling, and has become a dwelling place of the demons, a prison for every foul spirit, and a cave for every unclean and hated bird. And here, and here, John is seeing that the city of Babylon is a haven for evil, that everything that's in the city of Babylon is of the design of the adversary. And he's he's saying it's falling. The angel is saying it's falling. And he's calling out to let us know that this is another city of the design that we read about earlier in our scripture reading called Solomon Gomorrah, a city of sin. And here he tells us what occupies in that city. And, you know, when we look around, we're looking around right now around us, and certain countries are falling into that same same place as Babylon. As here in the United States, they legalize same-sex marriages, certain evil things are going on and we have to watch that we're not living in the dwelling place of something that looks just like Babylon. It goes on to read, for all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. And the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her of her of her luxury. And 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 that is something to know that, that all the leaders of the different countries have fallen victim to the lifestyle of the harlot. And again, this is why we have to keep our eyes and keep watching what's going on around us because different countries are becoming just like what we're reading here. And then the merchants are making an abundance. They're dealing and and getting rich off the luxury of these countries that have become partakers of the movement of the Antichrist here on earth. Governments are being restructured, and, 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 and it's all about a dollar 
and not about the people. We're watching overseas with ISIS and other radical groups that are forming and taking over different countries and doing what they want to do. And this is the movement of the Antichrist. And it here says that the merchants will embrace themselves to be a part of the, and get rich off the luxury of what these, these people are doing in the countries that are allowing them to do what they want to do. Changing the figureheads over good countries and turning them into bad countries. And John says, And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sin, and lest you receive of her plague. And and that's powerful that, 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 that he's calling us out. That 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 we need to see what's going on and as we recognize it, we'll be able to move and be called out of these places that are not of God. We're finding we're finding right here in the United States that there's places right here that are are, are not about God anymore. We're finding churches that are not of God anymore. And we need to be able to separate ourselves from these places. We got churches now where they're gay churches, same-sex, a male pastor married to, a, to, to, to another male and a female pastor married to another female person, calling that their first lady. This is not of God. And as we watch these things, instead of us being drawn to them, we need to alleviate ourselves away from them. And we need to pay attention to be able to move back and watch what's going on in the house of God that we belong to, to make, it, to, to make sure that we're seeing the, the true nature of God being performed and being exercised in the house of God that he constructed, not man. He goes on to say, for her sins have reached to heaven, and God has remembered her iniquity. Render to her just as she rendered to you, and repay her double according to her works. And the cup which she has mixed and mixed double for her. Mm-mm-mm. And God says that 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 the sin has risen up all the way to where he's at for him to recognize and, 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 and become alert to what is going on in the midst of the earth. And he said, I'm going to render to her double of what she has done unto my people. What she has done to the place I created, the place that I made and came and destroyed it, I'm going to give her a double portion of what she has done. gives us a better understanding that we need to know where we sit and where we are with God. That we don't fall into that place to be partakers 
of that double portion of him that he's going to render under her. He goes on to say, in the measure that has glorified herself and lived luxuriously, in the same measure give, given to her torment and sorrow. And God is saying the same way she lived so lavishly on the earth that he's going to give her double torment of that same level of lavishly that she lived. And everybody want to be rich. But your two riches should be in Christ Jesus and not in the world. The Bible says if a man gains the whole world but lose his soul. We got people always preaching to us about having this and having all this and having all this. But they're not telling us to have the riches of Christ Jesus. And we need to understand that is the riches that we see. That is the riches that we move in to want to embrace about walking in the riches of Christ. He, he said that I came to give you life, and I came to give it you more abundantly, not in natural things, but we need to seek out the abundant life spiritually, that we don't get caught up and live in living the luxury that the harlot has poured out onto the earth. Mm-mm. He says, for she says in her heart, I sit as queen and am no widow and will not see sorrow. Therefore, her plague will come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she will be utterly burnt with fire. For strong is the Lord God who judges her. Mm-mm-mm. And God is saying that she wants to sit as a queen, well, she's going to sit as a queen in her sorrow. Mm-mm-mm. And she will be burnt to death. That's powerful in itself to know that even as you may have risen up in your earthly thing, but God will take you down. Mm-mm-mm. And God will burn you in the midst of you being walking and claiming your own glory and who you are on earth. Because it's not about her glory, but it's about us establishing God's glory here on earth that, that he may be glorified. But here she established her own glory that she could be glorified. Are you establishing yourself in your own glory or are you Establishing yourself to walk in the glory of God. And it says, For strong is the Lord God who judges her. And that's the end. It don't matter about people or nothing else. When it comes to the end, God is going to be our judge. God judges us. 
This is, he says, that I judge her, and God will judge the holy city of Babylon. I, you know, I'm saying holy. That God will judge the city of Babylon and, 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 and those cities that have been partaker of, of the evil ways of the harlot. And we need to be able to know to separate ourselves from the ways of the harlot. Mm. Powerful. That we, we need to we, we, we need to work. We need to walk truly inside the body of Christ today with a discerning spirit. Because Jesus said, either you for me or you're against me. And we need to know who's for God and who's walking against me. Everything that look like God ain't God. And we need to be able to discern those that are all God. In the ninth verse, we want to talk about the world mourning Babylon's fall. Because there are those that are, are going to be partakers and they escape, but still walk in the spirit of the Antichrist, and will mourn the falling of that of what they see as a great city. You know, it, it just takes me when they say mourning that um, Abraham, Abraham's nephew. Lot, when they left the city of Sodom and Gomorrah, they were told not to turn back and look back. And yet his wife turned around and looked back. And those are the people that will mourn the holy that city of Babylon because you only look back at what you're going to miss. If you're walking with God, you're not going to look back. The Bible says a man with his hand to the plow, with the plow, to the plow and looks back is not worthy for the kingdom of God. Whatever's ahead of us is what we need to be moving towards. Paul says it in such an elegant way. He says, I count all that that was behind me as well as in garbage as I press forward to the high calling of Christ Jesus. See, he was he was pressing towards something and he counted all that behind us, rubbish and garbage. And here we're getting ready to talk about some people that are gonna mourn. So let's go on and read what the word of God says. It says the kings of the earth who committed fornication and lived luxuriously with her will weep and lament for her when they see the smoke of her burning, standing at a distance for fear of her torment, saying, Elias, Elias, that great city, Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour their judgment has come. Mm-mm-mm. And see, those that, that, that are partaker. The Bible saying 
that the kings and them that were partakers of the luxurious lifestyle that they lived according to the filth and uncleanness living style that she portrayed and poured out on the earth, that being partakers of it, that they backed up and watched the hand of God bring judgment on her, and they mourn, and they weep. And they cried because that which what they was a part of has fallen down and has been destroyed. And the eleventh verse it said, "And the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her, for no one buys their merchandise anymore, and merchants." Merchandise of gold and silver and precious stones and pearls, fine linen and pearl silk and scarlet, every kind of set on wood and every kind of object of ivory and every kind of object of most precious wood, bronze, iron, marble, cinnamon, incense, fragrance oil, and frankincense. Wine and oil and fine flour and wheat and cattle and sheep and horses and chariots and bodies and souls of men. Mm-mm-mm. He's saying that nobody's going to buy this no more. Nobody's, nobody's going to be driven to be, to to spend their money or, 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 or embrace this lavish thing because, and thank the Holy Spirit, I'm just saying because they're going to be running for their lives during this time and they're not going to be looking to be purchasing anything. And the merchants are not going to be able to sell their stuff anymore. Hmm. It is just going to be what I'm going to call a dry spell because of the movement of God on the earth. It's going to bring everything to a standstill that once was, won't be no more, that they're running to the, to the lavish places to buy and, and, and embark on the lavish lifestyles of evil, that they're going to be running for their lives. Are you going to be running for your life? This is why we need to know where we where we walk and where we sit. You no, know, we don't cross every T or dot every I. And there's some things that we're still being delivered from. But we need to be in the mindset of what we're going to be a part of and what we're not. And the things that we're not going to be a part of anymore. And it went on, the fruit that your soul longed for has gone from you. And all the things which are rich and slender have gone from you. And you shall find them no more at all. And the merchandise of these things. And the merchants of these things who became rich by her will stand at a distance for fear of her torment and weeping and wailing. 
saying, Alas, alas, that great city that was clothed in fine linen and purple and scarlet and adored with gold, precious stones and pearls. For in one hour such great riches came to nothing. And every shipmaster, all who travel by ship, sailors, and as many as traded on the sea, stood at a distance and cried out when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What is like this great city? Mm-mm-mm. As I just briefly said that when the hand of God starts to move, that it will put it will put a stop to everything. And here even the merchants, again, just to speak on them, that now what they were striving to be rich off of, they can't, they won't be able to do it no more. And it brings us to a place to understand that that if some of us on the line are merchants, we need to know, we're, we're, we're going to be able to know and not put all, hallelujah, we're not needing to put everything on striving to be rich in the things that we sell as our God, but we need to serve the God of our life. Because now that which was, was so great in their life is not great no more. But one thing we know, that, that the Lord God is so great that if you have him, he'll always be great in your life. No matter what is taken from you, you could be broke down, busted, and disgusted, and have nothing, but if you have Jesus, you have life. These are all saying, and they knew, and they threw dust on their heads and cried out, weeping and wailing and saying, Elias, Elias, that great city in which all who had ships on the sea became rich by her wealth. For in one hour she is made desolated. And it brings me just to think that, that, that you can have everything today and everything can be gone tomorrow. God is in control. And the thing about it that God pours out the riches unto the people. And the same riches that he pours out are the same riches that he can take back. But, whoa, there's one rich that, that, that he, will, he will let abide with you forever, and that is the riches that are in Christ Jesus. You don't have to worry about them being taken back. The only one that can forfeit the riches of Christ Jesus that's in you is you. The Bible says, Rejoice over her, O heaven, and you holy apostles and prophets, for God has avenged you on her. Mm -mm -mm. 
The Bible says that the, that the vengeance is not ours, but is the Lord. And here the Bible tells us that rejoice and be happy because God has brought the vengeance on the harlot. He has brought the vengeance on the, on the Antichrist that has persecuted his people and tormented us as we're being tormented right now. Day after day, we're going through, we're wrestling, we're fighting. Some things we pass, some things we don't. But yet, as long as we get up and still walk with God the next day, that all is well. And he said, rejoice. I have, I have slayed and I have avenged you over that which one had tormented you and took you through so many trials and tribulations in your life that I have judged it and brought destruction to it. Mm-mm-mm. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In other words, it says rejoice over her, O heaven, and you holy apostles and prophets, for God has avenged you on her. God. God's vengeance. God said, I avenged her. And that's why the Bible tells us the vengeance is not ours, but it is the Lord. But his vengeance, his vengeance is, is an end to that which ever was, that tormented or came against you, that you had to battle with and fight with, that God would destroy. And when he destroys something, it won't be no more. Amen. And as we go into the 21st verse, finally, Babylon falls. You know, we we watched, and I just before I go into the 21st verse, we watched great people stand and one good people. And we always wondered when they were going to fall. You wondered when that evil person or that person that that just didn't do people right, when were they going to fall? When was God going to have judgment on them? And finally, judgment came. There's a final judgment that will come on all those that war against God. Some of them we may see and some of them we may not see. But God will have the final say-so in all things. Move on to the 21st verse. And then a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and threw it into the sea and saying, thrust with violence, the great city Babylon shall be thrown down and shall not be found anymore. And the sound of the harps and musical flutes and trumpets shall not be heard in you anymore. And no craftsman of any craft shall be found in you anymore. And the sound of a millstone not being heard in you anymore. And the light of a lamp shall not shine in you anymore. And the voice of a bridegroom and a bride shall not be heard in you anymore. 
for your merchants were the great men of the earth. For by your sorcery, all the nations were deceived. And in her was found the blood of prophets, saints, and of all who were slain on the earth. And as I just told you, whatever God has, there won't be no more. And here, he just labels and tells that once that, that she was plunged into the sea, that she was not found anymore. And all the things that, that occurred in that time period in her were not found anymore. And it's an awesome thing to know that that when this city is destroyed and when it goes down, all the joy, like Lot's wife had to turn around and see the joy that she missed in the city that was no good. But we need to know, we don't need to turn around and look at that which once was, but we need to keep moving towards that which is. Because whatever once was won't be no more. And there's things that happen in our lives that we were a part of and whatever, and we move from it. And and we, we, we need not look back at it because when we look back, we give thought to what was. But if we stay forward, it won't be no more. Because we'll be moving into different and higher places in Christ Jesus that will will eliminate us from looking back at that one that which was and is no more. And here Babylon is no more. And all that it offered the people is no more once God's hand has come upon and destroyed. It is no more. To God be the glory. And then he says, in her found the blood of prophets and saints and all who were slain on the earth. And inside of her, there were those that were slain by her because of the goodness of who they were and how they walked. But yet, but yet, that blood may have been found in her. But God's revenge came on her because of the blood of them that were in her. Mm-mm-mm. That's powerful in itself. If somebody can do things to you and whatever, and those there's been people that that are good good people in Christ Jesus that have been slain, like them people in that church that got slain by that young boy, and that blood is on his hand and it's in him. But God's judgment will come on that young man, and the vengeance of the Lord will find their blood on his hand. But his vengeance will be the joy of those people that he slain in that church. Over in South Carolina. So tonight we just wanted to share with you about the hope about the the great city of Babylon. And we walk through the falling of Babylon the Great the world mourns Babylon's fall, and finally Babylon falls. 
is all be the glory. We don't know who's on the line, but if no one is here, to God be the glory, his word still went forth. He said, my words are not returned to me void, but accomplish what he pleased, and he placed that he sings it. And we just say this, that those of you that may listen to this recording, we, we pray in the name of Jesus that it be a blessing to your mind, body, soul, and spirit. As we, as we get ready to leave the line, we just thank God. Father God, we ask you to bless all those that may listen to this recording. Father God, touch them in a mighty and powerful way, Father God. We know a lot of people are traveling, going places for the new year, and may not want to take time out to come on a Bible study like they used. But we just ask you to touch them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Cover them as they move into the new year, Father God. And, Father God, open up our hearts and minds to walk in a new way in you when this new year comes in. Father God, let us leave all those things in 2015 behind us and let us walk brand new in 2016. We thank you, we praise you, and we exalt you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. As we always say in leaving the line, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Everyone have a blessed and wonderful holiday and, and new year, and have a blessed night. As I always say, leaving the line, smooches, 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 for we love you with the heart of Jesus. Good night.
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 